0: What story is defining your life today? I just want to ask that question. You know, right now, as you're listening to this podcast, there are, there are stories going on in the back of your mind, stories that we tell ourselves. There, there are stories about, who am I? What does it mean to be successful? Uh, why was I put here on this earth? Am I a good parent? Uh, am I good at, at my job and what I do? All kinds of stories that define our lives. And what I'm asking you is, are the stories that are defining your life right now are they life-giving or oppositely are they life-draining do you find yourself today feeling like you know what i i'm doing right now what i was made to do Uh, or are you finding yourself really struggling with what what was i made to do you know today uh in our podcast we're going to be entering into the grand narrative of a book called Daniel. I think, I think uh, of all the books of the Bible, this has to be in the top three of the most relevant books uh, for the day and age that we're living in. And As we're getting into the book of Daniel, we're just going to take a couple of verses today. But as we get into this book, there are three defining questions that I want to set in front of us. Uh, as as we enter today so question number 1 just kind of walk with me in this what is your story i kind of want to start there what what is your story question number 2 and and really think about this with me is it possible for a person to lose their story or to me- maybe never even have discovered it in the first place is that a possibility and then the third question that i want to have just kind of guide our thinking today is the question is who who is or who are your storytellers? Who's telling you who you are? Who's telling you what's purposeful in life? Who's, who's giving you and defining uh, what it means for you to, to be um, on, on mission here uh, as, as, as we live out our lives together? So I, I just want to put those questions in front of us as we dive into to, together today. I'm going to start off with, uh, let's just jump into the very first question. Um, what is your What is your story? I was kind of thinking about this. Um, I think our our town, the town I live in, is like most towns in that, you know, we've got a lot of different coffee shops. And, um, you know, many of them are franchises. I love my Starbucks as much as anyone else. We've got a Scooters franchise, but I, I really like some of these little specialty uh, stores we've got a downtown coffee shop that specializes in uh, Vietnamese coffee I've never had that before if you've never had it oh my goodness you've got to try it so so good rich just rich we've got a, um, a coffee company here in town that actually uh, exports fr- from from uh, our city to any place in the United States uh, coffee beans that are grown in Kind of in the high altitude mountains of Kenya, and I'll tell you what you talk about smooth coffee. But you also discover something about about coffee as you as you become kind of a connoisseur. You discover that that coffee shops are not just places that sell coffee. Uh, they have become for us what we call third third spaces. So I want to get away from from my home, or I want to get away from my office. So I go to this third space. And it's a hangout space. It's where people kind of get to know each other. And for me, that that hangout space is a, a little coffee shop. It's actually housed inside of a church. And the name of the the coffee shop is Stories. I really didn't even think about it till till one day I'm sitting there and I'm drinking a cup of coffee and I I asked the barista I was just myself and 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 her in the store that was it and so I I just kind of asked to say why did you name your coffee shop stories and uh, they said well two reasons first of all we all have one and and I know that we all do have a story sometimes we wear a little bit of that on our outside Uh, when I see someone with a tattoo uh, I like to ask, you know, tell me a little bit. That's that's a piece of their story. Or sometimes we're wearing it on our clothing. We've got a, a football team logo or a baseball team logo or a, a place I work. logo. In, in other words, we're just kind of sh- tell a little bit about, about ourselves on our outside. But most of our story is on our inside. And this barista said to me, the reason that this, that this coffee shop was founded was not to sell coffee. I'm like, wait a minute. You're a coffee shop like, yeah, I know we're a coffee shop. We sell it. But the reason that that we actually exist as a coffee shop is to to, to give people a space to share their stories with one another. Because we really don't do that enough. And, and, I, and I thought about this, that even amongst uh, Christians, we don't share our stories enough. In fact, if I were to give you a sheet of paper right now, and I said to you, I want you to write down the names of 10 people whose spiritual stories you absolutely know. You know when they when did they come to Jesus? What did that do in their life? Where did, what, what was it like for them to know Jesus? What kind of passions were sparked? How is Jesus at work in their life right now? Here, here's what I've discovered, that Christians are more apt to know one another's um, favorite football team or, or favorite, favorite um, meal or, or what car they drive. We're more apt to know that than we are actually apt to know the spiritual story of another person. And so I, I'm just going to come back to this and, and put the question out in front of us is so what's, what's your story? What's Daniel's story? Do you know the book of Daniel? Is, is that familiar to you? It may be, it may not be. I, I ask that question of people uh, all the time. I've had a lot of people just say to me, uh, Book of Daniel, yep, nope, nothing coming to my mind, right? Other people know episodes out of the book. So I, I would say a good number of people will say to me, Daniel is about the lion. It's about the lion's den. You know, Daniel goes in and he's, he like tames the lion. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, some people know the furnace story. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego go into the furnace; they come out alive. But what's what is the book really about? Would it surprise you if I told you that the entire book of Daniel is a story about a group of people who have lost their story, and it breaks God's heart. And God's looking at this group of people, and He's thinking, "Oh my goodness." And the people I'm talking about, of course, is the nation of Israel. Um, let, let's, let's step back for a minute. Historically, when does the book of Daniel take place? Well, remember with me, we're somewhere between uh, 605 B.C. and 606 B.C. when the book of Daniel begins. And remember what, what's happening with me. I'm just going to uh, read the first two verses of De- Daniel chapter 1. I'm reading out of the English Standard Version. You can read out of any version you want to, but that, that's a real, uh, a, a real go-to for me. So just the first two verses today, it says, let me just read it. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with some of the vessels of the house of God. And he brought them to the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, and placed the vessels and the treasury of his God. So what, what's going on here is a military defeat. 605-606 B.C., Nebuchadnezzar, the king of, of Babylon, is expanding his empire. He's just pushed through a battle, the Battle of Carchemish in, in Egypt, and he says, there's my, next, there's my next jewel, Jerusalem. And he sweeps in and he delivers this decisive military blow against Jerusalem. And sometimes we just read these two verses like blah, blah, blah. Okay, he came in, he won this military victory. And we, we, we forget to just stop and say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is not supposed to happen. So I'm going to try to put this into modern day parlance. I want you to think about this. I want you to just imagine yourself starving for good buffalo wings and you see it there it is uh, this 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 beam of light calling your name it's buffalo wild wings and you sweep into the parking lot and you go inside and you order off of this menu and oh my goodness they have all kinds of great wings and you're sitting there waiting for your plate and you look across the room and you see this one guy and he's sitting alone and he looks depressed and so you decide you know what i think i'll go talk to him so you you get up and you walk over to his table, you sit down, you introduce yourself, say, I'm Luke. He says, yeah, I'm Tom. I say, Tom, you know, I just got to say to you, buddy, you, you look a little bit down. You really do. Tom says, you know, I, I feel down. Like, what, what happened? And Tom tells a little bit of his story. He's like, I'm an NFL quarterback and I, I came to town and, and our team, NFL team, we, we were playing this exhibition game with a high school team. Are you, are you kidding me? You're an NFL quarterback? Yeah, I, I I am. I get paid millions and millions of dollars. I got a lot of Super Bowl rings on my hand. But you know what? We came in and we played this high school team. We lost. So everything in you at that moment, as you're sitting at that table, you're thinking, this, this cannot be. This is not supposed to happen. I want, I want you to think about Israel's story. What is their story? God, in Genesis chapter 11, takes Israel And of all the nations on earth, he lifts them up and he says, Israel, I am making you my nation. You're going to be my instrument through whom my gospel, my word is going to go out to the entire world. This is your story. This is your purpose. This is your reason for being. I will be with you. I will be your God. You will be my people. Let's go out there. Now, now listen to me. There is not a nation on planet earth that can, can defeat the nation of Israel in military ba- battle. You know why? Because to defeat Israel, you have to go through who? You have to go through God. And yet, what, what's going on here? The first two verses tell us Nebuchadnezzar, this, this pagan king who doesn't even acknowledge the God of Israel, Yahweh, doesn't even know he exists sweeps into Jerusalem, delivers a decisive military victory, and not only that, but steals the stuff that defined Israel. You talk about stories. Who are we? We're the people who had the Ten Commandments. We've got the story of Moses. We're the people of the Ark of the Covenant, the people that God led through the desert into the, into the Promised Land. They have these stories that define them. And yet Babylon takes these things, captive, takes them back to Babylon and puts them into a pagan place of worship. What's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. is Israel has forgotten its story. They've forgotten who they are. You know what? As soon as they did, God began to send prophets to them. And the prophets would speak into Israel. Israel, remember who you are. Come back to who you are. Be who God has called you to be. Live out your purpose on earth. They pushed the prophets away. They killed them. And so now here's this God, and he looks down upon his people, and he says, you know what? I I, I can't stand it. I can't stand to see my people, people I created in my image. I called out to be my people. I can't see them living lives that are little. What Israel had done is they traded God's story for the stories of the world These little stories that we allow to define our lives and they're living like the world when God says, you know what, I'm going to try Israel to help you. And he allows, allows the words in those first two verses are he gives Jerusalem into the hands of this pagan king for what purpose to get Israel's attention to say, Israel, wake up. I want you to remember your story. Now, here's why we're studying this. I'm going to come back to the guiding questions because I think they're very real for our our own lives. And and the first question, again, is what's your story? Do you you know it? Do you know why you're here, why God put you here in this world? I'm going to give you a little assignment Uh, this week. I want you to go out and I want you to read just one verse of the Bible, just one verse. And I want you to read it. At least 10 times, soak it in, get it into your head, and ask yourself some questions. It's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Uh, In my church body, we're very familiar with Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. For we say, by grace through faith, this is not of works, lest any man should boast. We know all that. We stop at verse 9, read verse 10. It's significant because here's what verse 10 tells us it tells us that before. The world was created. God had already written your story. That He said, These are the works I want you to do. This is when I'm going to put you here on this earth. This is how, how I want you to live. I want you to find purpose in this story that I've written for you. And you know what? Everyone has a story, a unique individual story. Here's what I've discovered most of us don't know it. I stop Christians. I'm like, Have you read Ephesians? chapter 2 verse 10 god made these works for you to do are you doing them well, i don't know what are they i don't feel like i'm doing them and you know we've traded we've traded god's story for the stories of this world and we've let them we've let them dictate who we are that's that second question i want you to think about this week have you lost your story have you lost it I think when we come to faith in Jesus Christ, there's this this time period where we're just excited when we discover again who I am. I'm not a failure. I'm not, I'm not just a loser. I, I, I belong to God. I was made in his image. And yeah, I, I've done a lot of things bad in my life, a lot of things wrong. But you know what? I, I'm also forgiven. I'm a forgiven follower of Jesus. And we begin to discover new passions and and why God put us here. And all of a sudden, we're, we're, we're changed. But you know what? Over the course of time, I think people can lose that story, that sense of passion and direction and mission. And all of a sudden, we've traded God's story for the little tiny stories of this world. And God says, I want you to wake up. I want you to see it again, who you are, why I put you here. And what I've called you to be, is it possible for people to lose their stories? Yeah, it is. And that's what I'm asking you. And I want you to be honest this week. Just take a little time and think about it. Have you lost your story? Last question. Who are your storytellers? Where, where are you getting your stories from? The ones that you're telling yourself over and over and over. I sit down with people all the time. What stories are really going on in the back of your mind? I'm a loser. You know, I don't belong. The world would be better off without me. I'm a horrible parent. I'm a terrible husband. I, I can't fulfill my hu- husband's needs and, and wants. We're telling ourselves these stories. Who is your storyteller? Is it God? I don't think so. And I have to tell you this that, that our stories, the ones that, that are in the back of your head right now, the ones that are deep in, embedded in your soul, They are defining, they have power, they have power. And sometimes they have power over us. And what I'm saying to you is who's telling you these stories? Where are you getting them from? And and will you let God be your storyteller? You know, we're going to close for today. Um, Next week, we're going to jump into the next few verses in uh, chapter one of Daniel. This is a great book. It's going to take us on a journey. But it really is a journey about finding our meaning and our purpose, not in the stories of this world, but in the story that God has written for you. Uh, I hope this has been helpful. If uh, if it has, it really helps us if you if you'll rate. I mean, if you feel feel like it was helpful enough, you've rate this uh, podcast uh, five stars. That helps us a lot. It helps, it helps a great deal, and I, I hope you'll do this if you just share it with another person, just one other person, uh, share it, and let's continue this journey together. I can't wait to be back uh, next week with you.